you got some beach ball sized lady nuts on you coming in all kamikaze like that. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. <laughs> We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in still wintry Vermont. Um, I was told it was spring. I believe I was lied to. We're getting more snow this weekend. Uh, that's your Screw that's, that. That's your weather update. Screw that indeed. I am Bob Fournier and joining me as always, we have the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Howdy, howdy. What's going on, Lou? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I watched a, <laughs> I was, was going to see how long we can keep talking without it, including Ryan Murphy, but every time I do that, I just break up laughing as soon as I think about it. Ryan, how are you? <laughs> I'm glad that you find humor in crushing my soul. <laughs> every time I'm like, I'm just going to go like draw long, like long conversation with Lou until we finally go, oh yeah, Ryan's here. <laughs> I, I am then, here. I'm here. But every I'm time- ready. Hmm? I always I always think about it, and as soon as I think about it, I start laughing. I can't I, help it. I don't blame you. A lot a lot of people, uh, you know, like to like push up to the edge of that discomfort of, of like not including me and finding it funny. I don't know what I'm getting at here. Uh, basically, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad we're here for uh, a second week in a row, which is awesome. I'm also glad that I feel like all of us disagree with the public uh when it comes to this episode of the walking dead um the, the general perception the general yeah, perception i'm looking at a review chart here is a reception i don't know like low like high 70s low 80s but man i don't know that was a good episode and i'm ready for sunday 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 oh, yeah, I, the finale. I, yeah i'm actually eager for it now <clears throat> yeah i think uh They've done a pretty good job of spinning it back into where we want it to be, but we'll, we'll get into some of that uh, in a little bit here on the show. We do have just a few news topics to talk about, so without further ado, here's the news. I him spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti? <laughs> spaghetti. <laughs> uh, just kidding, that's not the news bumper. This is the news bumper. I'd like to take it back to awkward silence now. I don't have a news bumper. Hey, that's so that's first as up, good as it is. <laughs> first up, we have um, a principal banning kids from reading bad books about zombies and vampires. Sure. How preposterous. Well, I don't know. They Maybe they don't realize one of the classic books in American literature is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Well, uh, well, no, in all honesty, they don't understand that a classic is actually huh. considered Bram Stoker's Dracula, but, right. you know. You know, so uh, this is over. Is this in the UK or is this up here? The, is this, this is in our neck of the woods. Uh, I believe this is the uh, Southwest London. So, yeah, Southwest London uh, action packed books. Beloved of his students are often not good enough for educational purposes and should be discouraged. Uh, what do you and, think? And he's not just not just banning vampire stuff. It's basically all the stuff we probably read as kids. That were like kids' adventure stories are basically what he's taking out of the the library at the school. It's an and interesting. It is, sorry, go it, ahead. Is, it is also uh, King's College School in Wimbledon. Oh, they play tennis school. there, from what I understand. 
Oh, sports uh, joke. Uh, anyways, no, I, I was going to say that um, it's always interesting to see people, like teachers, trying to you know speak out about pop culture and remove it from a library and discourage it. But uh, we've had stories on the show where we talk about quite the opposite, where teachers are using pop culture and these sort of genres like zombies and vampires mm-hmm. and, and Halloween in general just to kind of educate people. Um, and and to make education fun. And I think when you get to the point where you're taking away books from, you know, anything from Harry Potter to zombies to vampires to whatever, you're you're just really what you're doing is you're making the kids more curious. Like, oh, I suddenly yep. can't have this? I, I really suddenly want to read it. And yeah. when I was in school, uh, and, I, and I went to a Catholic school, and... I we were never discouraged from reading specific. Not that I'm saying this is a, is a Catholic school. I'm not trying to. Anyways, I, we weren't discouraged from reading things. It was more just uh, I I had shitty taste in books, and my teachers would be like, "Maybe don't read Animorphs all the time. Why don't you try this Harry Potter book?" <laughs> I so, remember Animorphs. <laughs> so it's uh, it, there's a way to go about it without just being a complete and utter dick, and and. I could see if the zombie book was, um, you know, R-rated, like some of the stuff we watched. Like if it was a Walking Dead comic, yeah, you're not going to have that in the school. But if it's um, like it's just a, you know, like Twilight from a vampire standpoint, like I think that's fine. It's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. Well, I I think it it just, it also kind of sucks just um, when you start, I mean, I understand that maybe it's not all educational, but it really opens up your mind. You know what I mean? I, I personally feel like my daughter reads a lot of different types of books. A lot of them right now revolve around um, <clears throat> actual things that happen in history. Uh, it's a book series called, like, I Survived, and uh, which is cool because she really enjoys it and reading about real history, and I feel like that's educational. But there's also those other ones, like, you know, like those out there sci-fi books, and I feel like that's just – the captures are so much better, you know? Like, it just mm-hmm. that that whole idea of it, so – I don't know. The whole idea behind this really just kind of bugs me. I feel like we shouldn't really ban any sort of book unless it's like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, that's again not a book for kids, right? And and I think if you read further in the article, he's not banning them. He's more just saying like, yeah, probably just gonna recommend good books. So it, this article is a little, yeah, a, a little you know heavy-handed at the beginning, but then it gets into it. It's like the teacher's just saying. Oh, these kids' parents pay 19k a year for these kids to be here. We want to this steer. This is your Wimbledon voice. Yes, I'm playing tennis in my <clears> head. <throat> okay. I want to steer away people from literary fast food. Ah, yes. Now everybody read this Harry Potter. It's basically the Bible over here. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. But uh, I think that yeah, I think there's space for that to be able to read. Like I grew up reading like shitty animorph books and that's how i got into reading <laughs> they you were know? so bad <laughs> they were really bad and and um i you know i remember like we were you really want to blame something on i remember you know uh 
refusing to go to church because I wanted to watch the Animators TV show, which premiered on a Sunday. So let's you, not blame books. Let's okay, blame the TV I'm gonna show. I'm going to say this right now. You guys and your Animorphs make me feel really old because I don't even know what the hell Animorphs is. Oh, God. Luke, it, just Google Animorphs Google and the covers alone will tell you what they it was are. A, it was a kid's book. It wasn't a kid's book. It was like, <laughs> it was like a teen series that came out in the 90s, I think. It, it's basically like... It wasn't even Twilight. It was uh, it was it was Harry Potter, but bad. You know, Harry okay. Potter's good, um, and and this is the thing. It's like he's he's trying to get kids to read classics. Like he's got a list of three hundred approved classics. But I think that you know you can have both. You can read some of the most amazing books ever written in the entire world, and also sit down and read a zombie thing or 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 a vampires, whatever you're into. It's like. You're not going to eat caviar and steak every day for dinner. You're going to mix it up and have like a cheap burger from McDonald's. You know, it might give you some gas after, but I don't know what bad books do to you. They probably make you talk about Animorphs way, way longer than you right. should. Um, freaking Animorphs. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> you're all Googling it crea- right now. Keep the creativity going. All right, guys? Yeah. Um, this one, this this subject, Lou's gonna have to kind of fill us in a little bit on because I've never seen an episode of Riverdale. Okay, so <laughs> so you want me to talk about this article? Well, yeah, yeah, I so have no idea what show on the CW. Yeah, uh, Riverdale's show on the CW, and it's based on the old Archie comics, yep. but it's more of a twist on the more modern take that's been done. I believe the the run was done by started by Mark Wade. Um, and it's a more modern take of the classic 50s Archie story about a, couple, a bunch of kids in high school. And the idea for the TV show was originally – it is that this kid who was the quarterback gets killed, um, and his death is a mystery. He supposedly drowned in a river, and then when they find the body, somebody shot him in the head. He had been missing a week, and everybody thought he had drowned a week earlier. Come to find out he died with a gunshot to the head shortly before they – uh, found the body, so uh, nobody knows how who killed him or why or whatnot, and it's sort of like a mystery in town, and all these kids are kind of involved with what's going on, and the sheriff is investigating all the kids, and in the meantime, they're trying to go through regular high school life. It's it's okay. Um, the first episode is is you can see where they're going, but it's not it's not fantastic. Uh, it was enough for me to go, eh, I'll give it a second episode. But the second episode, they kind of throw all the the tropey shit from the first episode out the window. Is yeah. this, uh, so this is going to sound terribly reductive, but I'm going to say it all anyways. Right. Is this Pretty Little Liars, basically? Uh, kind of, but with more male ca- ma- male lead characters. Okay. Um, and, 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 the characters are actually very likable. Oh, that's good because a lot of the characters in Pretty Little even Liars some of the are dick, terrible. Even some of the dickhead characters, it's like they give you perspective of why they're like they are, and you go, "Oh, I get why they are." It's because their parents are jerks. Okay, I get it. Hmm. But uh, apparently, in this interview, uh, the guy that created it originally didn't want to pitch this show. He wanted to pitch the Afterlife with Archie series which was a comic run as well where zombies invade the archie universe and he didn't think that that anybody would take it 
but he hinted that next season they may include some supernatural things that could be Sabrina the Teenage Witch or some zombies. And which, Sabrina, that's the same Sabrina from the TV show that was on the big hit. That that TV show was also based off of an Archie comic. Okay. I did watch that, and I enjoyed it because I had bad taste in television when I was a kid. But so th- like so the it's... Yeah, <laughs> we've already established this. Uh, I'm much better at watching TV these days. Um, anyways, when it comes to uh, Riverdale, that's the reason I ask uh, if it's like uh, per- uh, Pretty Little Liars is that Ashley, my wife, really loves Pretty Little Liars, and it's ending in a season. I always struggle to find shows for her to really, truly enjoy. And She'll I like The this. Walking Dead? Does she She'll like this season? a lot. She might, yeah, I think she would like this a lot, and, and, and honestly, and, I would like to watch it as well. I, it's been a while since I've had a, uh, we've had a show that we both enjoyed at the same time. And uh, uh, Bob, to answer your question, she, she enjoys the human interactions on The Walking Dead. She, she, as soon as there's grotesque violence, um, mm-hmm. and it lingers, she's like, I don't know how I watch this show. I don't well, know there, why. There's I don't barely watch any. It violence in that show well lingering grotesqueness <laughs> i think is what is what really bothers her like anytime a zombie eats someone or anytime they kill a zombie and it's like less than just stabbing in the head and like we'll get to it but like at the very beginning opening scenes of this episode that just aired they take out a dude and she was like nope and then just walked out <laughs> so anyways lou you so- were gonna ask a question <clears throat> Uh, I don't remember what I was going to ask. Oh, sorry. We got, about Riverdale. We, got little, we got a pretty little liar sidetrack here, which I never thought I'd say here on the show, but okay. 165 episodes. Nailed it. <laughs> well, let's talk about another TV show real quick, too. Um, Santa Clara Diet. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet, sorry. Um, it's been renewed for a second season. Yeah. I'm so, I'm that's, pleasantly happy that's about that. cool. So uh, how far how far into the show are you guys? Uh, I think I have like two or three episodes. I got sidetracked by Iron Fist and a couple other shows. So yeah, I'm I'm probably only like four or five or no like four episodes in. I think yeah, three I'm, or four. I'm about so halfway. I, I would say I got to I think like episode eight or nine, and I knew I only had a couple episodes left, but other things right. came out. I went, oh hey. I think it's worthy of a second season. It's kind of a fun show. It is, and I'll be curious. I haven't finished, but I kind of know where the, the show ends. Uh, so I'll be I'm, I'll be interested to see what they do with the second season. I, I'm also surprised that they renewed this so quick, considering that this only came out, what, like a month ago? Maybe a month and a half ago? Yeah, February 3rd it, it debuted. And, and they waited like six months to renew, uh, what's it called? A series of unfortunate events. With the Lemony Snicket show. They they waited like six months to renew that. I didn't even watch that. Did you watch that's that? Another, that's another one that's worth watching. Oh, is it? Okay. I hear I hear it's it's okay. Um, so, but uh, Santa Clarita Diet, it's nice to see that they're renewing it because honestly, I, I've only watched half of the first season, but the fact that Timothy Oliphant's in it and he's fantastic... And I'm not as big a fan of Drew Barrymore, but she's really good in this. And I think we joked that it's the the decoupling of the Adam Sandler uh, Drew Barrymore pairing. I think when those two are together, they just it's that it's the type of silly that I just can't do. But yep. her 
in this show on her own is just is really well done and i'm glad they're doing another season because you could totally see this being one of the one of the series that they don't renew because it's kind of niche and it's a quirky dark comedy and um, uh i know that the critics really really like it from what i've heard um so i'm not surprised yeah i'm I'm glad it's Uh, i'm glad it's i'm glad yeah I, I, I'm pretty happy. I love it when uh, kind of offbeat kind of shows get to uh, get to hang around for a little while, you know. Plus, with the the end of Walking Dead coming up pretty soon here, it'll be nice to have some more zombie content that I don't mind watching. Yeah. Other than um, what was the one we were watching that I hated? Oh, it's on Netflix. I don't know. All of our all of our all of our listeners really like it. Oh, Z Nation. Z Nation, that's the one. Do we not yeah, talk about? We don't talk about Z Nation. We're not. We're not going back. Did that get renewed? Is it like? Is it? Is it? It has three seasons, right? I don't know. That's. It's got too many seasons. Well, it's got Does one too many. Uh, it was renewed for another season, as far as I know, and I think another season's coming. So I'm checking mm-hmm. the Z Nation Twitter because that's where I'm going. pretty sure it's. It's pretty sure they're going on to season four. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say about that. Um, so while you do that, I'm going to say that we uh, jump into our Walking Dead talk. We got our penultimate episode, and uh, I think Lou may have been right on some of his predictions. So should we jump into it, gentlemen? Yeah. Let's do it. Again, I am sorry you had to see that, even though I know you have seen some things. I just want you to understand. We are not monsters. not monsters right no i mean i knew that um they're just misunderstood i played played that clip for a reason (laughs) Mm. um so we have our second to last episode uh, episode 15 of the walking dead um and we had some we had some answers to some questions and then we got uh, a little bit closer to what what we all kind of figured inevitably inevitably was coming right the all-out war yes so I overall thought this episode was pretty pretty good. What did you guys think? I enjoyed most of it. Um, I felt the Negan stuff was a little too long. Um, oh, really? Well, I got what they were trying to do with Eugene and and Sasha and the Negan thing. And I, I knew Negan was going to kill that guy. I, and... I knew everything that was. I I kind of had a feeling everything was going to happen. I just felt like they dragged it out a little too long, like they kept cutting back to her in the cell, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Eugene's not going to help her, and not in the way she thinks. And I was like, oh yeah, he's going to give her the pill. He's going to give her the pill. Okay. Well, yeah. As I, soon as I, she asked for a way out, you know that's coming. Yeah. I was like, well, this was forecasted three episodes ago. Hmm. You mean yeah. you mean her having the pill? Like I, that was one of the things for this episode that was really confusing because it it seemed like she was trying to trick Eugene into giving her a weapon. Yes, but not That's actually. Exactly well, yeah, but not actually a way for her to kill herself, but for her to attack Negan the next time he comes in. Because I was thinking like, well, why wouldn't she have just done it with the knife? But Negan knew she had the knife. He's look. She's looking for a weapon that surprise. can surprise him. 
right? Um, but yeah, it was just weird. Like it's almost when she got the pills, it was like, ah, crap. Well, there goes that lie. I'm screwed. (laughs) At least that's Uh, the the thought process I saw in her face near the end of the episode. I don't know. I, I think, um, I, I can kind of see where you're coming from, Lou. A lot of it seemed predictable. So, you know, you know the guy that's about to rape Sasha is going to die from Negan. Like, you just, you're like, okay, he's going to kill him because it breaks the rules. Um, and then you know when she's asking for a way out that it, Eugene's going to really try and help her out. Um, <clears throat> as far as the rest of the episode, I was actually pretty happy with the way it turned out where they went to Oceanside and kind of the overall result of that. Um, <clears throat> a little confused of Tara's whole change of character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, she just seemed like she's not heartless, but like almost void of any feeling. Uh, uh, you think I, she'd feel a little bad about the whole Oceanside thing? I, I think she doesn't feel bad because she showed up and she wanted to talk, but she knew that they wouldn't talk without it being aggressive. So she had a gun with no bullets in it, <laughs> which we didn't find out till after, you know? Yeah. But... But I think she tried to give them a choice and give them an option and that they didn't listen. And everybody else wants to listen. It's just the woman in charge that doesn't want to listen. Yeah, I I actually liked all of Tara's because, like, Tara wanted to keep her promise. But when she realized that the only way she was going to make it so everybody would survive is by getting Rick to go to Oceanside and try to, yeah. but, but she probably said like, the only way we're doing this is if I can go in and talk to them. Cause if you go in and talk to them, it's not going to go well. Um, because yeah, I know. And in, 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 in fact, I liked the fact that we got as a viewer, you can kind of make that guess that that was what was going on and they didn't show it to us all. No, they didn't show the whole, like they didn't show any conversation between Rick and Tara about this Oceanside place. They hinted at it and it was like very, yeah. um, is very unlike this show to not show that type of stuff um and just to have it happen because you knew it was gonna happen you didn't need them to show us that you could clearly see tara was fighting herself on this and all the interactions she had with 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 the oceanside people was fantastic like she's really she's really shown that she's a character worth having around with this episode because she's funny she's just like oh my god this woman she's terrible and she did kind of get blindsided there a little bit with the uh, the old I'm an old woman and I can't stand up thing. Um, she probably should have saw that coming, <laughs> but uh, it it was really good and and um, I want more Tara in this show like that. Uh, I thought she was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I can't complain. I think that it, as a character in this episode, it was good. Um, there has been some uh, feedback mm-hmm. online where people are upset with this episode, so we should probably cover that a little bit. It has to do with Oceanside. Some people think that this whole situation with Oceanside uh, shows that our heroes are really not our heroes. They're just as bad as Negan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there was an article on io9 about this whole episode. Um, and to be honest... I kind of disagree with it all. I, I had kind of skimmed this article before I watched the episode. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gave me this misgiving. I was like, oh, they're going to do something bad. They're going to kill some people. And when the situation ends, th- they may take the guns. 
from from Oceanside, but yep. they didn't demand anything else from Oceanside. They didn't make them slaves like the saviors do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, if anything, if we succeed, you'll be free. You know, is basically the gist of what what uh, Rick tells them. You know. Yeah, yeah. The, the the general consensus online is um, where where do you draw the line between uh, like the saviors and Rick's group of survivors um, when you're running around bossing people into fighting your fights or doing what you need them to do? Um, my my thing is I was telling you guys this before the show is uh, I don't remember when <laughs> at all in this point in this, in this show or the comic book where we were ever told that these people were good guys. <laughs> No, no, they're just no, the better I, people. I, I agree with you. I, I think that there's always this misgiving that Rick and our, our heroes are trying to bring the world back to the way it was. Yeah, I, I, but, but they're I, just I, survivors, you know? Right. And they're These trying are... to do things the right way, but sometimes you have to make a hard choice. And their hard choice was, we need their, these guns more than they do. Yeah, and to me, like, you go back to, like, you know, even last season um, where they killed a bunch of saviors because <laughs> they wanted them, they wanted the hilltop. You know, this is before even Rick's group was in debt to the um, to the saviors. They went over to try and work with the hilltop and decided they were going to kill him, right? And he, they killed a lot of people. Um, and you, you almost, <clears throat> you almost look at it and go, Man, if you're Negan in this case, right? Like, if you're Negan and you find out some ragtag group of survivors killed a lot of your people, you know, mm-hmm. what do you do in retaliation? You know, like, how do you get back at them? How do you, what do you do? You know, and I think that's where we kind of, I love that part of the show where we're always crossing those lines between what's good and what's bad and what's what's necessary to survive and then what's, what's taking it too far to the extreme. Right. Um, Personally, I think um, obviously Negan's got some crazy tendencies, and some of his rules are a little bit messed up. The whole iron in the face thing's kind of rough. <laughs> um, you know, the baseball bat uh, stabbing through the necks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he, he's a he's, bit of a he's he, he comes he just on a little keeps strong. His own people. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, if you really wanted to stop the saviors, you just kind of let them do it to themselves at this point. Yeah, but, uh, no, I, I agree with you on that that on that aspect. Yeah, it's it's just to me it's it's like I, I I don't if you're if you're looking at this from a pure perspective like I bet you if we were watching this entire show from the Savers perspective we might have a different feeling on Rick's group you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, it, it's just one of those things where you, it, I I just always get so frustrated when people are like well that's not really what makes Rick's team the good guys and you're like they were never good guys <laughs> they were just always slightly less worse than the other people they're just trying to survive and yeah. I think this was one of those examples where yes they did something shitty and do they often do things shitty no they usually do shitty things to bad people in this yeah. case they were doing shitty things to I don't know not so okay people like Oceanside is is not any better like they wanted they were they were gonna kill tara like they were gonna yep. walk her out and put her down and she escaped and what what do you think's gonna happen like she was she was walking away she was gonna walk away and never come back and then you tried to kill her that's probably why she doesn't feel bad and um y- even when she goes in and says look we know you guys 
hate the saviors we hate the saviors let's work together let's figure this out and then crazy old grandma lady like just freaks out and and puts the whole thing if this wasn't rick's group the whole oceanside would have been put down because they would have been like no we're taking your guns and we're gonna we're gonna take out negan without your help or with your help and the fact that they didn't kill a single person or fire a single shot at uh, a member of oceanside shows that rick's group are the good people and that they clearly are just trying to if they had more time they would have worked with Oceanside to make them understand. We would have gotten six episodes like we did with the Kingdom, slowly showing their uh, reluctance to fight. They're, yeah. okay, maybe we need to fight. Well, we're not going to fight right now. Okay, we'll fight now. And we just don't have that kind of time. And the fact that they turned it around in, in two episodes, really, like from the introduction of Oceanside to we're taking Oceanside's guns, I think that's that's pretty unheard of for this show and they easily could have spent another half season slowly coaxing oceanside to join their side and and almost being like a freaking like star wars prequel where it's just all senate hearings and like well we need you to do this and you need to do that and it's like this is just much more interesting and skips us to the point in which we need to get to which is the beginning of all at war yeah and i who knows oceanside may even come around you know what i mean well, everyone's um, going to come see, around except for Grandma McGee or whatever her name is. Exactly. So it, it's just one of those things. Um, I, I agree with you. I think if we had had to do a whole episode of here's why we're going to fight him, here's why we're right, and then slowly kind of convince him, we would have been stuck in the same trap and been super bored with everything, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, I, I personally like the, the pace of the episode. I like the how quickly things can escalate and you turn on the same side when walkers approach, you know, um, which it, it could have, they could have taken that in so many different directions. And I'm just glad they took it the way they did. Um, I, I was pretty content with the entire episode overall. Uh, as far as a penultimate episode, um, I think they're leaving a lot, a lot in the air for the last episode. So I'm pretty interested to see what happens this Sunday. Yeah, and in all honesty, I mean, I made predictions about what was going to happen this episode and the next, and I'll stand by my predictions. But at, by the end of this episode, I was kind of like, huh, I don't know how next episode's going to play out, except that I'm pretty sure, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Gregory Wait. is going to is going to fuck with uh, is going to try and fuck Maggie over. Well, you and, know, he already yeah, that was a that was another. Um, we've completely forgot that whole. Uh, small storyline was uh, that whole weird scenario with the two of them out there with a the blueberry bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out there talking to her, almost like trying trying to convince her to leave so he doesn't have to tell the saviors that she's there. Yeah, and she's like, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> and then the zombie shows up, and he's a friggin' wussy baby when it comes to the thing. And you're like, "Really? How the hell did he stay alive this long?" Yeah, it, it makes you wonder how some people... It's almost like Father Gabriel, right? For a little while there. Well, it's, um, more, it's more like... It's like he's Eugene, except the, except Eugene was smart. This guy just pretended to be in charge. Yeah, and it, it was scary, too. Like, just the fact that he was actually contemplating killing Maggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, while she was over that blueberry bush. Um, but he wouldn't have things, to, he, he didn't have the guts. Wouldn't and, be able to do it. He wouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. And the, the thing is about Gregory, uh, I think... 
he has quickly become one of the best parts about this season he him and, and we talked about this last week like him and simon interacting the fact that he left in a car probably to go to the saviors tells me that we're gonna get some simon gregory time in the season finale and that's great because oh, i cannot no. wait i was watching the talking dead like little clips of it and the actor who plays simon was on it and he's delightful he's, yeah, a, he's, he's amazing great. he's really great good. actor great guy yeah I, I i i've seen him in other things and i really like it when he's not a villain yeah, but he almost always plays a he, villain he always plays one now the thing is is negan tells sasha little birdie tells him that uh um that uh friggin uh rick's planning a whole coup right and yeah. you know you know who that is it's that's him it's gregory he went oh. over to the he went to the saviors and he just spilled his guts um about everything that's going on that's so there's no other if it is gregory no, there's no other explanation ryan i know but i was kind of hoping for like a literal mole i didn't even think about gregory that's just kind of i guess that's the easy one and you're probably right yeah, it's got to be him. He's got to be the one that uh, that does it. So, which is going to be interesting because um, uh, at the end of this episode, Rosita comes back and and Dwight's there, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Lou, you or you, someone predicted that Dwight would show up and turn turn sides in this episode, didn't they? I think that was Ryan. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, it do- it doesn't count when I predicted. Oh, oh. Oh, uh, it was pre- it was a pretty it, safe bet because at the end of this episode, there's so, that yeah, she was the silhouette, yeah. and it's either yeah. well, either either Rosita and and by the way, Rosita being captured off screen, like talk about the worst plan ever. I'm gonna run in there and take this guy out, and then oh wait, I'm captured. Oh well. Oh Sasha, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Rosita well, at the at the end of the last episode, you see the silhouette of a oh, crossbow oh. man. And it's like, well, of course it's Dwight, and one of two things are going to happen. Rosita and Sasha are going to be put in a cell together, or Dwight's going to be like, yo, I want to help out. The fact that Rosita took, well, I guess he took, she took him back and put him in the cell, which was, yeah. you know, a, a good move as opposed to, like, letting him roam around. But Dwight's been a bit of a, 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 a douchebag, man. He hasn't been a good guy to Alexandria. And we see that when he, like, Daryl basically gets the, you know, red eyes and goes after him, right? Well, I mean, he's the reason why they got caught. Daryl, he shot Daryl. Don't you remember? Um, oh, right. All this, all this stuff really started because of Dwight. And I think that's what pisses Daryl off the most is because he had a chance to, to kill him and to, to get rid of him, and he didn't. Right. Um, I I um, I have a feeling that Negan's going to know Dwight's there, because um, uh, he's going to know he's not obviously at, at, at the Savior Compound. But um, it's uh, pretty interesting. Um, I really liked see. the end of this episode. I thought um, so. That's what I want to say real quick is um, Dwight tells him he wants to help, and Rick says, "Get on your knees," and puts his gun to his face, hmm. and that's exactly what Negan told. The saviors, right? Or Negan told those guys when they got captured, right? Yeah. So uh, I just I, the reason I liked it is is Dwight appeared to be more of a light character at, at the end of this. Like when they when they were showing him yeah. in the cell, he they almost shot it to make him look like he was a good guy now. Just the way they shot it as him walking out of the shadows, and I thought it was all just really well put together because it's like. 
they're coming back to Alexandria. You see Rosita at the gate, and it's like, what's Rosita doing back here? Like, she, you know, ran back from the compound pretty quickly, and and then you're like, well, what's going on? I had no idea what was going on. I just figured out oh, she, you know, ran back home and all is well. And Dwight's in the cell, and I'm like, bam, that is a cliffhanger worthy of a penultimate episode. If you remember, yeah. I think the last, well, the, the last penultimate episode that we got was what you just described with Dwight shooting Daryl and then saying, you'll live. And it was a shitty, like, shoot to the shoulder, blood to the camera, fade out. And it kind of also illustrated what we were going to get in the season finale. And I wonder if this reveal at the end of this episode may be foreshadowing what we're going to get at the end of the next episode, which could be, once again, a very worthwhile season finale. Like, I, I don't think back to last year's season finale is the best one like i think back mm-hmm. to terminus um that was probably my favorite season finale where they're where they're fighting on the road and you you know you got the you know the chicken uh, the chicken bite the neck thing and uh i don't know i just i'm really looking forward to the next episode and i'm glad that it's it's gonna finally be like a, a shot across the bow at the, at the saviors there's gonna be some sort of conflict um sash is going to be involved in some fashion i still don't think she's trying to kill herself i think she she finally realizes that she's going to be used against uh rick and his group i thought that was an interesting sort of revelation on her part to be like he's going to use me against alexandra uh and i thought wow that's i did not see that coming from her character she sort of seemed a little blinded this season and for her to come to that conclusion was like oh i would have at least thought you're just gonna rot in that cell like with daryl you know what happened to daryl but right it's it's interesting i want to see where this is going and but honestly like after that season finale i'm not too worried about waiting for the next season because i don't think they're gonna leave us hanging like they did last year um no so well no I think um, I don't know. So I, I, I gotta tell you guys something. I do think Sasha's gonna kill herself. Oh yeah. Hmm. I I think that's gonna happen. I think she's gonna take the pill. Um. I don't know. I I. What do you guys think? So, I know you don't want a uh, a cliffhanger like we had. I don't think they can do a real actual cliffhanger. Um, but we have to do, they can't obviously, it's just going to be the buildup for all out war really. Right. Yeah. They're not, they're not, I, that's why I'm saying like, I, I could see it being more like the terminus ending where there was a, a big buildup. And then at the end you, you get the, Oh, this is where, this is what we are now. This is what's happening next. You know, it, it, and it doesn't, the cliffhanger doesn't necessarily be, need to be like, oh, what will the boys do next? I think it just has to be a conclusion to Road to War and the beginning of All Out War, as opposed to, you know, cut to black, oh my God, six months of what's going to happen next. It'll be more yeah. just, we know what's going to happen next. It's like, they're going to war, they're going to fight it out, and they make that very clear. And I think you get that just based on a, even if it's a shouting match between Rick and and uh, Negan, they they just have a conversation about it. And it's like, 
we're not going to take this anymore, you know, and they go down and they have a hail of bullets and they run away. Because I, no, I don't think either side is going to be prepared for what the other side is prepared to do at this standoff that is clearly coming up in this next episode. I think both sides are going to surprise each other because I don't think, even if Negan has a little birdie, I don't think he realizes that Rick has so many people on his side with the kingdom and the hilltop and uh, Oceanside's guns and the scrappers or whatever the hell we're calling them. I can't remember. Um, I think I think we're underestimating... I think Negan's underestimating Rick's group, but Rick's group is going to end up underestimating what Negan has on them so far, like with Eugene and with uh, Sasha and uh, Gregory. Um, can I tell you guys, have you read anything on what the, the cast is saying about the finale? Rick is basically like, but uh, the, <clears throat> the actor who plays Rick hasn't been the best source because i think he he is a huge fan of the show i get it he's he's into it it's it's putting his kids through college uh but he uh, i think he said like it's going to be super satisfying and and basically be i don't know just really satisfying Uh, yeah i'm gonna read you some of the some of the quotes that i've read online here that i've Mm kind of compiled together Uh, i think there's a couple websites so uh laurie cohen uh who plays maggie has said, uh, you're certainly in for a lot of emotion. Uh, it's incredibly bittersweet, beautiful, and heartbreaking. Right? Really? <clears throat> um, Norman Norman Reedus says, uh, it's completely different than all the other ones. It has similar elements, but it's completely different. And you know there might be a little William Wallace in it. Uh, William Wallace, I think he's referring to a little bit of a history lesson there. Um so that that that's interesting. Who's William Wallace? Um, sorry, there it was a uh, God. You know, I, I probably should Wikipedia or something. But he was um, a he was a Scottish general, I believe, in the army. Defeated an English army. Oh. Uh, then he was then he was captured and handed over to England. They had him hanged, drawn, quartered. Quartered. Yeah. Um, so He's the guy that Braveheart is based on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's some stuff going on there. Um, <laughs> Scott Gimple said things become quantum intense. <laughs> quantum intense. See, this is why. You know what the best thing that came out of the actors this week is? There's a there's a video on Reddit where Andrew Lincoln says how he wants Rick to die, and it's perfect. And now they can't do it because it's perfect, and everybody should what did go he say? watch it. Uh, he basically said like they're in a desert. It's like what twenty seasons. They've already announced that they're going to do this show for twenty seasons, which is I could see it, I guess. Uh, but he's they're in a desert. He's on the bus and. <laughs> He says he goes off the bus in like a heroic act to save someone, and and he's like, Coral, go on without me. And he's doing the whole Coral <laughs> thing, you know, and he's playing into the whole bit. And yeah. he says, Rick gets bit, and then when he gets bit, he's like, No, Coral, you got to keep going, Coral. So the bus keeps going, they leave him behind to die. And then he realizes, like, Oh shit, I'm not turning, I'm not dying. He patches himself up, he realizes he's the cure. And uh, and then a wave of zombies, like a horde of zombies are coming towards him that were following the bus. And as the zombies approach 
Rick as Rick is trying to go towards the bus to be like, oh, wait, I'm not going to die. I'm, I'm actually alive. He's walking back towards the bus following the tracks. This horde of zombies come to him and then part around him as if he's, you know, the Moses of zombies. And and from a standpoint of ending the show, like, and then fade to black. That's where you end it. That's where you end it. Quarrel, you know. And it, 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 from that standpoint, it sounds really cool because not only do you have this, um, you know, Rick's the cure, supposedly, but... Uh, it, it's very dark it's a dark mysterious ending where like does he survive like does the cure like end up being used or does he just like pass away uh, yeah. from starvation being left in the desert and just the comedic delivery from from rick uh the uh, grimy guys who plays him andrew lincoln thank you um huh. yeah it's really good and we'll certainly put the link in the show notes because it's really funny uh, I don't know where it was done, but it must have been at a Comic Con because uh, there's a lot funny. of people on stage. Um, so, I mean, I guess this is where we do our normal predictions, right? Um, so you get a uh, <clears throat> we got the finale. Uh, any deaths? Any deaths in our in our group of survivors that you guys feel are definitely going to happen? Um, I don't think. I, I think Sasha's done. Yeah. Um. I think uh, Gregory's going to die. That's fair, yeah. And and those are the two obvious ones. Uh, but I think we're going to get somebody big's going to die. Really? Like who? Give me your I'm, give me your give me your gut take on it. My gut take is that Maggie's going to die. Oh, wow. Wow. You really don't like that she's pregnant, do you? <laughs> no, no, I saw some. I saw some comments from her online that somebody interviewed her, and some of the comments made it sound like she was talking like her inevitable leave of the show. And I was like, I don't know. Well, I, I think I, I that I want her to stay around for a while. I think that Heath comes back, and then they kill him. Dies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Heath's back, everybody. Guys. Guys, I made him good. <laughs> it's just so dumb that Heath isn't around. Like they just like I was reading about it on on again on the I've gone now that I enjoyed an episode. I'm looking forward to the season finale. I've gone back to Reddit and and started to dig in. And people are basically saying like they ask when's Heath coming back, and then one of the comments was <laughs> when 24 gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, that's kind of sad, but I know twenty four gets canceled. <laughs> yeah, and then someone commented, I actually like that show. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. Um, no, those are those are solid predictions. I don't know. I don't know about Maggie. Maggie seems like a, a key character, especially if you got Gregory dying. I think um, I think Gregory is going to do something terrible. Um, he is he's headed down a path where he's going to do something that he's not going to be able to explain away. Uh, especially with Maggie around as, as a strong force, and Maggie's a take no shit character, and I think she is about to show that with the Hilltop either this yeah. season or next but we're gonna see it for sure but i uh, my prediction yeah sasha sasha's gonna die i i don't know how she will but she will uh, maybe star trek related injuries um but yeah as as for a major death i could actually see this episode being very minimal like a lot of side characters like S- sasha i think is probably going to be the biggest character dying um i think uh oh there was a major moment in this last episode where, uh, what's the guy's name 
is it Adam? No. There's there's the the gay couple uh, from Alexandria. One was the recruiter from the last season or the season before that for Alexandria. What's his name? Wait, you're, who are you talking about? There's the gay couple at Alexandria, right? Aaron? Yes, thank you. I kept trying to say okay. Adam. So Aaron's <laughs> husband or partner, I, I don't know if they're married or not, but his partner just suddenly shows up in a super support about fighting the saviors. I'm like man, you're going to die. Like, what are you doing? Stay at home. Don't, you know, you complain about the saviors. That's what keeps you alive. But showing up with a gun and being like, as long as I'm beside you, everything will be all right. And it's like, oh, gosh. You just signed your (laughs) death warrant there. And I mean, like, that's what I said. Like, secondary characters, I think, will, like, maybe strong secondary characters that build up the main characters to be able to, to go to war. Um but I don't think we'll see a major death. I, I think we're we're literally just going to see a setup for the next season. Like we haven't we haven't been given a reason to believe that they are actually going to war. We we know that Rick is is starting to form a battle plan, but there hasn't been a moment that's like shit. We're at war because right now, as far as we're concerned, they're all still working for Negan. Um, but we haven't got to the point where it's like they're not working for Negan anymore. They are literally at war. So I think that's yeah. that's the biggest thing we're gonna get next next episode. We're gonna get that war uh, started. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the first shots fired. Exactly, and there will be death. I'm not saying there won't be death, but I'm just saying don't expect don't expect what we got at the beginning of this season where two major characters got taken out. Um, I, I think I think we're gonna get a I think we're gonna get more saviors deaths than we do our our uh, the rick our group um i think oh yeah i think that i think the saviors are going to realize they have a fight on their hand yeah exactly my my quick little prediction is um i think sasha's dead uh i think rosita goes yeah i think that's a safe bet i think they're both a safe um, bet uh i got a feeling no you're not a feeling i don't know i just feel like uh I think Simon might go. <laughs> um, something, something's going to happen where uh, it's either going to be that or there's going to be absolutely no. Like I, I think no matter what, Sasha and Rosita are going to die, right? Um, but we might not get the sh- the shots fired first. You know what I mean? What, what you guys are saying? I think we might get the the ultimate build up to now we got ourselves a war kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think season eight's going to just take off right at the beginning of that. Which I would be okay with. Um, we've had a lot of death and craziness in this last season, so I'm okay with uh, without a big, giant, action-packed finale. I don't know about you guys, but I'd be okay with just ending all this build-up and getting us ready for season eight. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to war, there's going to be death. And um, I think you're. I think Lou's right. We're going to see a lot of saviors go down. And that would really be the only... That would be the perfect way to showcase the start of a war and the reason for them to retreat. Because you're not going to get the final battle in this episode. You're going to get the beginning, and it's going to be a retreat. Like, similar to what happened to Dwight um, on the tracks last season when um, they took out Denise. It was one kill, and then they fought them back pretty pretty well uh, and made them retreat. I think you're going to see something similar, but it's going to be on the opposite side where they take out some of the saviors. Um, but I, I honestly yeah. don't know. And I know the comic book readers, they, they know of moments and they can kind of read into what might happen in this episode 
and they're all mm. listening to us talk and they're like okay you guys are totally wrong or along the right lines i don't know but this seems like one of those moments where if you read the comics you can kind of tell where it's going uh, and what's going to happen to certain characters that have that have been left in specific predicaments um and, and yeah yeah because this show has proven that they're 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 unwilling to to stray away from the key moments the key set pieces that happen in the comic books yeah um, they're not afraid to switch the characters out they're just it's the it's the set pieces that always happen the same way so if there's like a moment in the comics that you you think is coming guess what it's gonna happen and it might just not be the same characters it but it'll be very similar yeah um i don't know i i don't think we're gonna get any major savior deaths like i don't not in the masses that you guys think i think it's just gonna be the very beginning i think something's gonna happen right at the end of the episode causing both groups to kind of um maybe they're not quite ready because you know rick's getting his whole plan together and negan already knows he's getting a plan together so i think negan's gonna kind of throw him off guard and say hey i'm here you know and uh Mm. basically basically let rick knows let rick know that he knows what's going down mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see what happens we got uh we only got a few days to figure it out um i don't know you guys what do you uh, overall season seven so far are you are you okay with it now I, i'm definitely feeling better about it i think the first half was uh, uh, long and dragged out i think the second half has been much much better it's been good i think ryan what's your what's your overall take yeah, I, I I mean they're the the key episodes have been really good, but there's a lot of drag, and then a lot of that drag has has really not led to um, anything totally great. Uh, yeah, I think you could you you could probably cut out specific episodes and and have a better show. Uh, yeah, I just. I think that this was this is like the governor all over again. We were all waiting for the appearance of Negan six years ago. People are like, "Well, just you wait when Negan comes around. They better do it right." And I think they did it right. They just they're trying to fit a storyline that clearly works better in ten episodes over sixteen. Um, yeah, and I don't think they ever fixed that. They got to be. They got. They can't be afraid to, you know, move it along. They gotta, right. they gotta keep moving. They gotta keep trucking. And when you extend these ten episode stories into sixteen episodes, it just becomes hit and miss, you know. And uh, yeah, just tighten it up. I, I think they'll be able to do that next season with with the action of All Out War, because there's just gonna be more going on, and they'll be able right. to do that. All right. <clears throat> well, I think that should just about do it for us for tonight, because uh, we we got. We gotta get ready for the next episode, but I am curious if you guys are out there listening, and we get this to you before the finale. You know, what are your thoughts on the finale, and also what are your thoughts on the general consensus of Rick's group being good guys and not acting like good guys? Because I'd like to know where some of our listeners stand on that too. You know, yeah. So if you want to write into us, Ryan, why don't you tell people? how they can do that i will i will uh first of all if you want to support the show go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast you can submit feedback there as well as comment on the posts for each of the episodes if you want to find out more information about zombies ate my podcast go to zombies ate my podcast.com you can email us info at zombies ate my podcast.com 
Let us know what you thought about the Walking Dead penultimate episode and the finale. What are your predictions? Lock them in. You've got a few more days. You can tweet us at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Check us out on Google+. You can also find individual hosts on Twitter. Myself at rmurphy, Lou at BusyZombieLord, and Bob at BobertF. Finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. Find more of his lovely, lovely stuff at joelduggan.com. Lovely, lovely stuff. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Lou Page, any last words for the folks out there tonight? Gregory needs to die. Gregory needs to die, which means... Today was a productive damn day. Which could only mean... Tomorrow is gonna be a big day. That's right. Kitties, no!